0: This week's sponsor is Podcast Movement. Looking to start a podcast of your own? This year, Podcast Movement, the world's largest podcaster conference, will be in Chicago. Learn more at PodcastMovement.com and use the code CPC to save $30 off registration. That is Podcast Movement, the sponsor of this episode. This is an Open-Ended Podcast. I'm Cher Vincent. And
1: I'm James T. Green. Yo Cher, what's up?
0: Hey. <laughs> How are you? Mm-mm. Mm? Yeah.
1: What's mmm? Mmm mm. I'm okay.
0: How are you, James? Eh,
1: I'm alright. I'm alright. It's yeah. been a rough it's week. Just, it's been a weird week.
0: It's been rough. It's been it's been a week.
1: It has been a week. It has been a week. Been a week. So we are here. We sound super non-enthusiastic, but <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. So as usual, we just want to remind you all that if you like what we're doing here at Open Ended, you can always send us a little scratch Mm -hmm. down at openended.fm slash donate. You can do it one time or you can do it multiple times. You know, we're not, you know, picky.
0: Mm -mm, Not at all. And you can also become a member at Patreon. Uh, starting at one dollar a month at Patreon dot com slash open ended because mm-hmm. a dollar can get you a long way. It us. can, it can. Don't, we're cheap, we're cheap dates. Honestly. Don't don't
1: spend it on that McChicken. You should spend it spend it on us. Mm-hmm. And also, we still want to hear some questions from y'all because our asshole is looking pretty empty. Yeah. So you should do that at dot FM slash Open Ended FM because we are on brand like a motherfucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you all of those, little, all of those <laughs> tats, all of them. Yeah. All and platforms. <laughs> shit, we ain't telling nobody to take our names. No. We, we on Peach now, too. We're going to start doing Peach. Oh, all shit. shit. Let's <laughs> it, it, it on Peach. Yeah, I, I haven't started it yet, but we we're claiming it right uh-huh. now. That is this is a verbal claim. Just
1: just just uh, eggplants and eggplants and pizzas all day. All day. I peach. But no, we don't have a peach. So soon.
0: Soon. And Depending. also,
1: please, if you like this and send us money, because we're trying to get our own Zoom H six recorder so mm-hmm. we can like do shit live more and record stuff everywhere. I like that. Me too. And you should also let us know how we're doing at openended.fm slash contact we built out a new contact form for y'all and send us an email at the gmail.com or hit us up on twitter at openendedfm yep yeah, <laughs> come on, share. You gotta give me something. you yeah, gotta give you me can, something. I'm oh,
0: sorry, sorry. No, I'm just like I'm just watching you and do it. You're like, you got this. Like, you got this. Like, I don't, do, you don't you need. You are me.
1: literally asleep in the studio. No, right I'm, now. Not. So, <laughs> I'm not. Sare, I'm not. Share. So share is snoozing with like a mouthful of pretzels right now.
0: <laughs> okay, I did. I did like chop those pretzels down like pretty hard. I okay. scrapped those shit. Okay. So yeah, do. Okay. N- <laughs> n- wait. Now you want me to talk <laughs> and then you cut me off. All right. I see how you. I see how you. You're doing me. Okay. okay. So right. do
1: all of those things we just mentioned.
0: Damn, James.
1: <laughs> so it's been some week, right?
0: Yeah, it's been it's been interesting for sure. Yeah, why? Um it started kind of crappy. Um this time last week we were completely oblivious to what was going to happen um to a certain musician. Um his album David Bowie came out that Friday and I was listening to it all weekend. I was really excited about it.
1: Oh shit, it came out like right before he passed.
0: Oh yeah, he he died um he died on um, sunday night around like 1 a.m but his album came out that friday
1: oh shit. no he definitely knew what was oh, going to happen he
0: knew i mean like it was an art and like the whole thing is like i was listening to the whole weekend and it was all it was in everyone's mind his music because it just came out it was like the first big release of the year and it's a really really great album in its own right so we're like excited like i was like maybe he'll maybe he'll tour or maybe he'll like do it one performance or something like at carnegie hall like a, like a woolly or like radio music Hall, so just like one performance for it you know because he was doing all this stuff with um his play on broadway lazarus so i thought maybe maybe and um yeah and then i woke up monday morning and my one of my best friends texted me like in a quote from David Bowie and then said RIP and I just burst into tears. Mm-hmm. I was like wait, he's dead? And I didn't believe it in the process cuz it was 5:30 in the morning that I find out about this and I went on t- to Twitter and then was like all of my feed was just like RIP David Bowie. like, What? He's dead? And he's one of those musicians at least for me who didn't really have he didn't seem like he was part of this world. He seemed timeless. He didn't seem like he could he seemed so immortal mm-hmm. cause just because of his music was so like extraterrestrial so 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 outside of this realm mm-hmm. of existence that he didn't seem like someone who would just die and
1: right and it pisses me off because like i didn't know too much about his like i knew about it like i've heard it all you know all around me but i wasn't really familiar with like all the shit that he like actually did and how many people he had an influence on but Mm -hmm. it's like kind of wild how he had like such a legacy and i just kind of like find myself after you sent me like a bunch of like playlists and stuff Mm -hmm. that i should be listening to yeah and all that
0: yeah, like he, in the 70s, he was very gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Like he was, you know, he claimed he was a bisexual, which he eventually redacted and took away. He's like, Why know. did he take it back? Because he's not. Like he, he's not, he's, he mm-hmm. doesn't, like he, I think he's never really had a sexual relationship before with a man. hmm But he wanted, that was part of his facade as far as the Ziggy Stardust character was. He was, he that character, He David Bowie wasn't bisexual, but his Ziggy Stardust was. Mm-hmm. And, but he was so adrogynous and he just wanted to be focused. He wanted his music to speak for itself in that way. And so like, he didn't care. Like he was like, oh yeah, sure. Whatever. I'm a bisexual. But he eventually redacted that because he, he was a, he was a closeted homo, uh, heterosexual. That's what he said. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. uh, His words, not mine. That's what he
1: said. I'm going to leave all the music stuff to you because you know a lot more stuff than me.
0: Yeah. Well, like my parents are massive fans of his, massive fans. And he was so omnipresent in my life mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until like my teens but I had um the first album that I kind of claimed as David Bowie that album that I loved it was separate from my parents love from him was um this album called Scary Monsters and Creepy Creatures it came out in 1980 and it was like the beginning of his new wave phase mm-hmm. and after that it was like Less Dance and all those other pop music albums that came out in the 1980s for MTV but yeah he did so many great I think also just for the black community and with black artists like he brought the world he um, kind of brought to prominence uh, Luther Vandross.
1: <laughs> no shit
0: yeah he was on young Americans like um if you heard that's on young Americans like, young Americans all night. Oh, yeah. That's him. That's Luther? That's Luther. Oh, shit. Jerry Curl, not quite quite. (laughs) right. Oh, shit. Luther. Luther.
1: damn, Luther. Luther.
0: (laughs) I miss you. I know, right? (laughs) But he brought the world Luther Vandross. He, like, recorded the album in Philly, which is the blackest city in the country. (laughs) And he went all black. Like, he gave no fucks. He went all in. And, yeah, there's some, like... There is some cultural um, appropriation a little bit in it, but
1: I don't know. You ever wonder what David Bowie would be like right now? Like, did he have Twitter? Did David Bowie have a
0: Twitter? He had a Twitter, but he didn't tweet. Like, it was like okay. his people who tweeted for him.
1: I can just imagine like David Bowie was like on Twitter and was just like being reckless.
0: <sighs> I can imagine it honestly. I mean, he he married mom, who's like the most beautiful human being, right. Who graces our earth.
1: I bet David Bowie have like a dope ass Snapchat. Snapchat. Oh
0: my god! Like he would he would. He would uh, he would rival uh, DJ Khaled, Khaled for for sure. Khaled, Khaled, I mean, Khaled, whatever. Sharon. I don't know. I don't, I don't follow him on Snapchat. Oh man, if I,
1: Baby Bobby had a Snapchat though, like uh, it'd be lit. Be, <laughs> it'd be so lit. <laughs> it'd be lit. Yeah. So like our death, like I don't know, man. Like it just feels like that's been a lot on. Our minds lately because, yeah. like, what we do, we lost like two other people we did we this lost, week, right? Yeah,
0: we lost um Snape, Zifra Snape, yeah, um, man, Harry Potter, uh, um, Eric, um, well, well, Rick, Al, um, God, Alan Rickman, yeah, Jesus, that fucked, that fucked me
1: up, yeah. I was Big like, time. really,
0: really, yeah, and oh, God, he was my favorite character in Harry, in Harry Potter by mm. a mile, even when he was a bad guy, I loved him because he's his. his, his, his his reading of the lines were just perfect, and it was like, want to just see how long he can like linger mm-hmm. on a single syllable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just wonderful actor. And yeah, he was yeah. Also, in Die Hard, like he was the shit. Right.
1: And the thing about like him is, I heard this discussed a lot on. um Oh man, what was it? I think it was listening. I was listening to this week in Blackness podcast, and they were talking about Alan and how with him. You don't really know too much about his backstory, mm-hmm. so like you can't really say like for instance like with David Bowie, you know when he passed and everybody was doing the stuff, then everybody like brought up his past, like um, I believe it was rape or something, right? Right. Yeah, and it's just like right. those things. Those yeah. things are bound to come up when people pass, but it's like for, like, Alan, for instance, nobody knows it because, like, he kind of kept his private life Mm -hmm. private. And then,
0: I mean, like, and then there was all... I mean, we also lost a few other people, not just this past week, but, like... Who else? Jeez. We lost, um, Celine Dion's husband, Renee, who... Damn. They've been together low-key since she was 12. Let's... I'm just putting this up. (laughs) He discovered her when she was 12, and then nothing happened until she was 19, but... Damn, let's be real. And before then, and I feel like Celine she kind of, and she kind of got robbed. I think as far as like her, her tributes. Natalie Cole passed away. Um, yeah, that first, was the first day on, on, on January first. She passed away, and it's like she was incredible. Mm-hmm. She was unbelievable. Her father, Nat King Cole, and I'm gonna actually bring this back around to David Bowie because. But hear me out.
1: Okay, I'm hearing you out. Like, you are schooling me right now. Yeah, but she
0: passed away, and I was heartbroken. And she died of cancer. All these people, mind you, died of cancer. Yeah,
1: can we just say for a minute that fuck fuck cancer, cancer...
0: Fuck Holy fucking cancer shit! Cancer in the a hole. Cancer, with, like, Can- with like with like a uh, AIDS riddled dick. Like I just want <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. I want cancer. cancer to
1: not only get caught in traffic, but then just like I don't know, fucking. I want to get like hit and hit and run, like all that shit. <sighs> I oh my god, fuck, yeah, because uh, yeah, because we lost some people to cancer. And I'm just like yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, fuck it. Uh, it's the worst. Yeah.
0: So like, yeah, so wrapping us back to David Bowie, um, David Bowie actually covered a song of Nat King Cole, Nature Boy, in Moulin Rouge, which is my favorite song, which is another reason, and that was actually another catalyst for reason why I enjoy both uh, Nat King Cole and um, David Bowie, because it was in my favorite movie at the time. So yeah, bringing back to David Bowie. But yeah, all these deaths have happened, and it was just kind of, I don't know. It made me sad that, like, Natalie Cole kind of got, like, the short end of the stick as far as, like, any kind of tributes. But ain't
1: that, like, really wild? It's almost like, like, a very new thing, like, with online shit right now. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the idea of people getting the short end of the stick when it comes to, like, celebrating their life after death. Like, it's it's, like, kind of wild to think because, like... All this information is just being passed around so quickly that like sure. you can know about somebody's death versus like back in the day, right. and it was just like okay, you found out about somebody's death from like the newspaper, right. and it's like you read an it it, yeah. obituary, yeah. Like it's 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 weird that it's like you know, like I'm not meaning like hot take over somebody's death here, but it's like like you you got like a day's worth of like news coverage or thought when it came time for like thinking about somebody um and like tributing them but it's like right. it's it's like while like information passing is good for us but it's like wow fucked up that like i could be like tributing somebody and then like a couple hours later it's like oh damn this person you know what i mean because right. it just happened so quick
0: yeah because that's what happened with alan rickman like alan rickman had passed away um thursday i believe mm-hmm. yeah it was thursday morning and then later that afternoon yeah they yeah, yeah. died and it was just like within the same yeah i was like yeah and we're like, like yeah. we're still reeling from alan rim and another guy died of cancer so right. it was just it's like, just like yeah man it was so it was, wild. Just a, it was just a wild week and mm-hmm. it was a, a roller coaster of emotions up and right air, so right yeah and it's just like i don't
1: know just that that just has me thinking a lot about just like I don't know, legacy, that that weird word of like thinking about like, okay, what is your imprint after right. you
0: pass? You know what For I mean? Sure. And I think what's interesting was interesting with just David Bowie's take on his um his death, he claimed it. He reclaimed his death as like it's not gonna I'm not gonna
1: Like it's not a tragic thing. Well,
0: right. It wasn't and it was almost like an art piece because when his album came out on his birthday on mm-hmm. January eighth, You know, that entire weekend it was just like, yeah, our feet's all about, oh man. This new album so great. He's so great. He's alive. He's doing. his kicking. He's sixty nine years old. He's doing. Yeah, it. I
1: saw that he's photo that like his his wife took of him mm-hmm. like on the street looking like badass. Right, and, and it was it's a, like this it, like a couple days before he died. Right? It, was, yeah. it was about a month. It was about oh a about, month. A month? Okay, about a month. Okay, sorry. Yeah,
0: but still like it was very recent.
1: Yeah, and it's like man, like they do like lived his yeah, life.
0: He was great, and then two days later he dies, and I think he knew it was coming just mm-hmm. because like there was all these obituaries from like famous friends, like his friend. Brian Eno who produced three of his albums in the 70s which was when he was in Berlin. He lived in Berlin for I don't know 5 years or so cuz he was like in before then he was in LA doing a bunch of cocaine and like needed to like stop doing cocaine. He was like I'm dying. I need to like stop doing this. So he went to Berlin and he worked with Brian Eno who was in Genesis and was a producer and they made three really great albums including um Heroes, which is one of the biggest, that was the biggest one out of the bunch, was the middle. Yeah, league. I just know that album art, right? Exactly, yeah. which is,
1: and that's the weird thing. Like, I just know his that album art, yeah, for, without even like knowing the album,
0: exactly. Yeah. And that's that was such a, hu- and that's why it was such a huge loss for him because he's so ubiquitous in fashion and art in music. Like, even you know, just. Just on the fringe of his music, you know of him, you've heard his stuff, and that's why there's such a massive and crazy loss. Like, wait a minute, what he just put out music like, this Mm -hmm. makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. He just put out this amazing album Mm -hmm. and now he's dead. Mm -hmm. So, but he made it an art piece almost. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, it was really interesting, and I think that's something to talk about just the kind of like post hormis. Um,
1: yeah. I mean, like even like in a way where like we're not celebrities here, mm-hmm. but we're making. I mean, I'm a celebrity ma- in my own mind. Yeah, in our own self. I mean, like yeah, I'm but fabulous. I mean, like we're not at the we're not at the level that way. But I'm like in a way, we're making our legacy right now by like putting this out on the internet and mm-hmm. having it live on servers. Like, so what do you think about like secrecy and like having your items accessible? I mean, like I, I would call this art. I would call what we're doing is like mm-hmm. a, a form of like sharing our art and like controlling our narrative. So Absolutely. like, how do you feel about that? Like, it's it, it, I don't know. I've, it's been on my mind a lot. I I'm
0: like- more I'm more the school of doing secrecy because I don't really like everyone knowing what's going on in my life. I kind of try mm-hmm. to have some. I I. I and sometimes I do tend to be a little bit open, especially on this podcast. I don't know something in, being on my mic kind of makes yeah. me want to be like, I want to tell you all the things I'm on my mind all the time. But that's the
1: thing, like you're you're being open on your own platform versus exactly. like saying, oh, I'm going to be open on um fucking uh, Instagram or Twitter, like and, or, Tumblr or and something. feeding it into something that's not your own art. Exactly, like this is your art,
0: right? This is like this, like you said, was like this is my platform, and I can choose to be um open or not but it's my choice it's not something that you know yeah yeah, it's being thrusted upon me to be open and i i kind of like having that kind of secrecy i don't want to always um produce Mm -hmm. some kind of feed all the time
1: yeah i mean that just got me thinking about lauren hill though you know what i mean like how like everyone is like how they feel or like Lauren Hill or um fucking uh, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. and like this idea and this like black autonomy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like an accessibility and kind of like how powering it is to hold on to your own legacy mm-hmm. and like not let others kind of dictate your accessibility. You know what I mean? Lord. Like I remember like you were talking about like, or not they, but I forgot where, who are, where I was listening or something, but it was in a, like, Oh, I think it was in, I can't remember what online space that was, but it was an interview with Dave Chappelle and they were talking, and and he was talking about how he would get like stopped on the street and just people would just ask him to do his Rick James impression like over and over and just like this idea of him losing his own narrative of his art and like, Mm -hmm. and like refusing. And then when he did that one show, oh man, it was like in the northeast or something of that and like they were heckling Hartford yeah Hartford it yeah, was Hartford yeah Canada exactly Canada. exactly and he was like heckling and he like was like nope I'm not doing this shit I'm off yeah you know what I mean and that idea of like reclaiming your accessibility it's called dignity yeah <laughs> word it's word. called dignity I've, that's what it's I could have saved like two minutes of breath like just <laughs> <laughs> by saying that yeah you know it's I mean? called
0: having dignity it's called having like yeah. you know self-respect mm-hmm. and it's you know it's, yeah. and it's being able to say you know and being able to draw the line mm-hmm. as opposed to just like letting people run you over right and taking your art and co-opting it into something that favors them not favors yeah. you. and i mean that's what it comes down to and that's why i really respect david bowie in his regards to claiming his death as something that he owns. It's not something that, you know... And his art, too. Exactly. And, you know, he's not being taken away. Right. He's letting it happen. Right. And he has control over it. Like, it, it was super curated in a way that, like, I think i would like my death to be it's like hmm. yeah i mean no shit (laughs) yeah like i was like i want i want want, want my fucking death to be like curated to the point where it's like i know exactly when i'm gonna die and like 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 what was going on like i think i lost my train of thought a bit when i was talking about brian you know but um he was sending out emails to like his close friends and saying like thank you basically like thanking them for like our thank you for our friendship it will never rot do you want me to
1: be the party planner for your death I can totally like hit that I up, already like,
0: know that I want gift bags at my funeral. Yo,
1: I will like make you like the most lit ass like website for your death. I will like
0: You can be you can be my branding manager. Yo,
1: I can brand name I, Oh shit, dude. Yeah, we're gonna least, have a hashtag for your funeral. Oh
0: my god, please! And I want and I want to be lit as fuck. I want someone to get pregnant at my funeral. Like I want it to be like <laughs> stupid. Yeah, we there, have like, a
1: champagne room for your funeral. Hell yeah! I yeah. want like
0: I want like circus delay shit hanging from the yo, the rafters.
1: Yo, can we get like I want
0: there like, to be like a, a, a psychic. Like I want there to be like terror readings. I want it to, like I want there to be a séance in the funeral. Lap dances? No, 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 no <laughs> dances. That's the after party. That's oh, it. Ah, we're having an after so party. Your funeral gonna be so lit. Yeah, it's gonna be like a wake, which is like the pre-party, and then the funeral.
1: Yo, yo, the repass is gonna be so lit though. Like, yeah, repass is gonna be lit. as Yo, yes. all right, all right. If you had to have any kind of food at your uh, repass, what would it be?
0: Mm. Well, we gotta have fried chicken.
1: I, I don't okay, black, fried I don't, chicken.
0: I don't care how black that is, but like, no, I don't fried chicken. I don't care. I don't and, care. I, and like, I want everyone to like, because I can't have a fried chicken now these days because I'm mm-hmm. trying to like you know cut back on fried foods yeah but, but hell yeah fried chicken okay all day um hmm, what else i'm already down for like pound cake pound cake hell pa- yeah patty pie no pound cake but like caramel with caramel Ooh, on it
1: oh yeah
0: yeah um, macaroni and cheese too Hell Please. yeah. Like Hell three kinds yeah. of cheeses. Like, like, this Pat is on the record. Or like Pat bells, some more of a rainbow macaroni and cheese. Yes, Cause yes. my aunt made that once and it was fire. Yes. So yeah. Um, but yeah,
1: curating our funerals, curating our lives. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> I, yeah, stamp of approval from Shervinson. Yeah,
1: no, I feel I feel that. And that like that actually got me thinking like about I think we were talking about earlier the the latest episode of uh For Colored Nerds. Mm. You heard that one, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 the So one good. On, yeah, the one on Stevie and like Shout
0: out to Co- For Colored Nerds. Yeah, man. They're doing um, it
1: really well. Yeah. And they were talking a lot about that kind of same thing about this idea of um artist controlling their narrative. Content, and it's like yeah. very different like like they were making really good analogies between like stevie wonder and drake and like beyonce yeah and beyonce and it's like you know what and, and like frank ocean too and like yeah. this idea of like
0: you, even you, adele you, they even yeah, brought up adele yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah yeah yeah
1: and like this idea of like you are um you must work on our schedule like this idea from like fans like you must work on our schedule like no fuck no I'm gonna work on my schedule on my time and like put this out when I need to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it really got me thinking a lot about that.
0: For sure. And like I would even go as far as like with Kanye. Like he put out a tweet maybe like a couple months ago. He was like, "I can't do shit until my album's ready." Oh uh, yeah. And like, he's like stop asking me for shit because I gotta I gotta focus on my on my Yo, art. And it was just like, that yes. was that was my wallpaper on my computer yes. for like a
1: hot like two weeks while I was like finishing up some shit. It yes. Was, oh, I was like, yeah.
0: thank you, Kanye, because that's like a thing that needs to be said. Like, you can't be asking me for shit to do other. Like, I gotta focus on one thing right now. Yeah. And this is the thing that I and I think that is so valid in so many other big, um big artists like Beyonce or like even Stevie Wonder, people who are focusing on their art and not needing that external noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like that
1: focus. Like in the Drake song in the Drake song when he was like, um, oh man, he's like something, something, something never left the condo and like the phone's off and all that shit. Yeah. Whereas it's just like, yeah, I'm gonna hold up yeah. in what I do. And, and you like have to, make-
0: and you know, I think that fans have this weird ownership over musicians. And they feel like no, you know, you're doing this for me. Like no, actually, I was doing this before you even became a fan. I'm gonna do this after become a, after you stop being a fan of me. This is yeah. my art. Leave me alone.
1: Well, that's almost with any any blah, excuse me, any people that like make media though. Oh, for sure, you know I mean?
0: for sure. But I mean, like, I mean, as far as like what we're talking about in this stream. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah.
1: I. Do you think a lot of folks like kind of do that because like this fear of relevancy? Yeah, you know I mean, like, like the like for example, some some artists like let's say like beyonce or Drake, you know they're known for like doing like one interview a year that is like completely on their terms mm-hmm. meanwhile there's like a lot of other artists that are like yeah i'll take this interview that interview this Thirsty. interview yeah. and it's like they only got like one record you know what i mean right and it's like that kind of weird feeling of like is this because you know there's a fear of like n- not being out of the limelight you know and i guess that's even related relation to like social media too
0: you know? sure um i'm how should I put this? As someone who's like a, has interviewed musicians and artists too. Yeah. That's coming from that journalistic point of view. Mm-hmm. I know there's a small part of every journalist who wants to just talk to this person. And so it's, it's like not even about the music. Yeah, it's music. about the music. It's about wanting to like make a connection with that human being. and being Connection, kind of, how? Well, connection with like speaking to that person and being in a space where like they can relate. Mm-hmm. And yeah like i mean i don't know maybe this is just me but i know like a lot of journalists we're like you know there's a small part they will never admit it they don't let I me mean, do this they won't <laughs> they have like journalistic integrity and that's and that's are you so, like me? <laughs> And i mean like but like that's a small part of you is kind of like but i really want to talk to that person because i want to look in their eyes and think like Maybe we can like have be friends or like maybe mm-hmm. there's like some weird and there's some there's still that weird ownership that you have yeah. over this artist or this person or whoever you're your subject that you're talking with, and you know as far as relevant um you know va- validation or yeah, yeah, yeah. being relevant continually um
1: like that reply all episode
0: yeah yeah that actually kind of hit home a little bit because i was yeah. like uh i kind of feel that way and i always have like this self-loathing like uh-huh. reach uh, or knee-jerk reaction whenever i get like you know any kind of validation from some external
1: we should probably just say so Like reply all episode yeah and what was the name of the episode share
0: it was called the perfect storm or the mo- something like that. We'll just
1: say that because I don't even feel like googling it right okay. now. But but yeah, it was perfect storm. But yeah, it was
0: about a play that's been running on Broadway for the past three or odd years, and
1: she performs like eight times a week. Eight right? times
0: a week, she's she's been playing that every single day. Right. For the past, she's she's done that play o- almost twelve thousand times. Mm-hmm. Not that's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah. almost like an exact number. Mm-hmm. An interesting point about
1: her perspective is like she said like on the record that like she doesn't even look for validation even mm-hmm. though like the play was like reviewed terribly online. Oh yeah. And it's like
0: she keeps it's, doing, she keeps it's doing it. It's rated lower than Rikers Island which I think <laughs> is like <laughs>
1: Can we talk for a second of like how, like like Yelp. reviews for like <laughs> like reviews for like a public places. Yo, right. it was cuz I remember like on another round they, they did the um um the reviews for like the Great Wall of China. Oh my god. <laughs>
0: they yeah. were like not- uh, <laughs> like this is this great now but there's no food. Like what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> people are so basic. Yo, I'm gonna start like leaving uh, fucking reviews for like street corners. So I'm gonna be like basic, <laughs> Yo,
0: the <laughs> the, uh, the pe- walkerville gets two stars. Yeah,
1: um, the blue line stop at Clark and Lake. I mean, it's okay, but it's kind of dirty. I'm like, what? <laughs> the- it's a subway. subway? <laughs> fuck out of here! I, I, fuck uh, out of yeah. here! Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Shit, but um, yeah, the but like going back to that episode though, it was essentially talking about searching for validation in your art. Albeit it was a play that this woman really didn't give a shit. She mm-hmm. was like, I do it for me. I love this. It's how, it's what I do with my life. And this is my this is my destiny. And this is what yep. I'm put on this earth to do Was this play. And regardless if anybody likes it, she knows mm-hmm. it's a shitty play. But she does it mm-hmm. because it's what she does. And she's kept the, and it's kept her employed for the past thirty years. Okay, so
1: I'm gonna ask you a question, like for your pipe and hot take. Do you think it, that is a form of delusion? Or do you think that's a form of confidence?
0: I think it's I think, it's a, I think it's both, mm. but I think as far as like, I don't think it's delusion so much with her specifically just because mm. like she knows the product's not great. Mm. She knows that's the best play, she knows it's not, but it's the play that she wants to do. And I think as far as confidence goes, she knows that she'll deliver every night. And hey, I mean, I'm not mad at her. It's a steady paycheck. And right. <laughs> girl, like it's if that's what you want to do due on the first <laughs> right like i mean hey i mean that's what you decide to do and i mean i can't i can't fault her in doing something that gives her some sort of accomplishment mm-hmm. and some sort of um i guess validation from herself i think that's what it comes down to it's not so much of validation from other people but filling it within you i think it's much more much more Yeah. Um, Important. That's valid. And true. Because, you know, validation for other people. I mean, mean, that that can come and go. So simple. But, like, you have to wake up in the morning and look at yourself. If you can find validation in that... That's so much more valuable than, some, than having somebody I think like, you like your
1: tweet. I think you're setting up for a good segue.
0: Yeah, you
1: um, want to talk about this black girl's magic?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, think we, I think we have to. Okay, so set as it like up a, as, a, as like a as a black woman who believes I am yeah. truly magic. Okay, because
1: because like we because I Like, I this like,
0: well, got, I got up this morning <laughs> and went across went across the city in like two degree weather. That's magic. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> motherfucking magic. Magic. Yo, it is like negative twenty-five outside, and like we're not even like exaggerating. It's here cold as fuck outside. Chicago. It is cold, like legit. My both of my nose rings froze together when I was on the way to the bus. But anyway, let's let's talk about this Black Girls Magic thing. Okay. Like set it up, share.
0: Okay, so there was an Elle magazine article. Um her first name is I forgot her first name. She, she's Linda Shavers. Linda Shavers. I knew the last name was Shavers. Was because I had a biology teacher named Shavers. Anyway, I digress. Um, she was she wrote a um, a think piece about the hashtag Black Girl um, Black Girl Magic and how she felt that there was something negative about it that actually didn't live up to what it initially was. And it's the thing is with her expose it was it was. Not an expose. It was a personal essay about her feelings. No, seriously, like I'm not even joking. Like it was about her feelings on this, and it shouldn't have been written as something that is a definition Mm -hmm. for anything. And it was a lot of personal issues that she had, and it seemed like she had a lot of self esteem issues. She mentioned that she had MS, which is, I mean, it's it's awful, and I'm sorry that she's going through that. But that has nothing to do with black girl magic at all. Mm-hmm. um she was bringing up the strong black woman archetype, right, which has nothing yeah, that was with probably the magic.
1: biggest thing where it's like uh, and you
0: know what and, and to a certain extent, I don't even blame Linda so I blame much. the editors, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. the editor because someone should have said like, hey hey, now, what? what is this, though? Like, the court, like, she was reaching in a way that, like, should have been stopped and should have been, like, yo, corralled was, yeah. in. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. look, this has nothing to do with anything. And then she brought up, like, you know, Black Black Lives Matter yeah. with, like, she brought up... um Oh, um, yo, Sandra brought... Sandra Bland Yeah, up. yo, that last and, paragraph,
1: though, was just like... Yo. And it's just like... And
0: there was a lot of just really, really negative... Things that she brought up that had nothing to do with the fact that black girl magic is something that we can rally against a rally for. It's um something in a lot of black women's lives that, you know, make them smile because there's not a lot mm-hmm. out here that can make us smile. Right. And I don't know. She's just I don't think she understands what the, the definition is.
1: Yeah, it was just. That's what
0: it just seemed like a lot of misunderstanding. And she's also academic. She is getting her PhD, I believe. And um, she also wrote something for The Guardian about how she um, tried to like bridge the whole like Black Lives Matter because she's light skinned. She wasn't being harassed by police officers. Mm -hmm. And she was bringing that up. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. There was a lot of. just negative negative negativity mm-hmm. in this article that should have been i don't know it it really fucked me up a little bit because i read it i read it about three times because i was just making sure i got every nuance that she was trying to um portray in this essay but it's it's a personal right. essay like, that's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is it, 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 it's it's being masqueraded as a think piece like that's no, not a think piece yeah and it was it's just yeah. our feels about feeling and she has and it seems like she has a lot of self-esteem issues mm-hmm. yeah i mean like i definitely think like yeah my
1: my issue with it is just like i think you kind of said it like didn't even connect fully like mm-hmm. what it means like she was like taking this take that was like
0: she was taking all these buzzwords and like like, all these like certain things that are happening in the black community and trying to put a negative bent to this you know this movement that is actually one of the few things that's going on in the black community that's actually good Mm -hmm. and positive Mm -hmm. and she dragged it down
1: you know what I want to say like it was I guarantee this is probably what happened she was trying to make the connection between the strong black archetype Mm -hmm. black woman act uh, was that archetype or archetype yeah archetype and and like using that as her touch point, but then making it relevant by mm-hmm. using something that is popular right now, which mm-hmm. is the hashtag Black Girls Magic, and it was just like kind of fell flat. It's kind of like the equivalent of like when people will use like Beyonce mm-hmm. in a title of a piece, and it's not even about Beyonce, but it gets the attention. Oh, of course, you well, know what yeah, I mean? Because it's clickbait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and
0: I'm sure like that title too was definitely clickbait. Yeah. Oh, it was no for doubt. me. I mean, like, I mean, I mean, like, she
1: didn't even talk to Kashawn Thompson, the one who created
0: the, the, precisely, the thing. Precisely. So it's precisely. like, yo,
1: like, it's obviously coming from a point of that. So I just feel like, it, yeah, like, it was totally, yeah.
0: But um, my biggest takeaway from that whole thing was um, actually something that happened later on that night, which is another L writer, Ashley C. Ford, who. Oh, she wrote is, a response? She wrote a response, and it's lovely. It's all the things that I cannot. I love Ashley Ford. She's wonderful. Shout out to Ashley C. Ford. You are. You were a gem. She's so great. You were a gem. <laughs> so I'll move to New York just to like meet Look, listen. <laughs> Ashley, I'm talking to you exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> we have mutual friends in common. <laughs> 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 so uh <laughs> let's do the coffee date let's just be let's just let's just hang like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll travel i'm gonna be out there in the spring let's just like i don't know have a coffee date let's talk about let's just you know, hit her up hit her up um, let's talk
1: about stuff but, but yeah this this piece response but right?
0: yeah it's a yeah it was a response to this and it was all the things that i wish i could articulate and put into an essay she wrote it right i and feel like instead
1: of just talking about it, we should have just put a link here Oh, we'll absolutely! In
0: the show notes. For sure, but like, if you li- if you read the Linda Shaver's um Expo's, um article, then you should definitely, definitely write and read um Ashley Ford's response, and also too like, I think Elle Magazine got a lot of flack on this, and they're saying like y'all shouldn't be writing this because y'all know about black people. Mm, actually, they've had a few other black writers, like Ashley C. Ford has written at least twenty articles for them in the last year and there's a few other um authors that have written for l and they're trying they are and i don't know i think it was just a badly badly edited piece and it should not have been released it really shouldn't have mm-hmm. and you know i'm i'm not upset with linda so much as i am but that fucking editor who did that who let that shit ride because i was like somebody should have stopped that on the horn, and I think that's another issue with just like diversity in mm-hmm. those kind of publications. Like, yeah, it's good to have writers who are writing for those things, We also the editors have to also be, you know, di- there should be diversity in the editors and the people right. who are actually making this publication. Because you know, if somebody of color or at least woke <laughs> saw that shit, <laughs> you're like, look, um, I don't know if this is gonna be a great piece for you. Yeah, but like on- there are just so many triggers. It was like, oh. oh. Mm, this right. probably needs to be
1: rewritten. Right, oh,
0: but- a little bit. Tighten up something. Yeah. So yeah. Um Yeah, man. That guy, that was that was that was on Thursday too, I think.
1: Yeah, man. It was, Twitter, Twitter big, was big, lit as
0: fuck on Twitter. I'm about Thursday. to say big big
1: big week on the internet this week, man. Yeah. Big it, week on the internet.
0: Yeah. So um yeah, I think as far as validation and trying to find that kind of validation within yourself, you can't just attack other people and i think like she attacked a movement mm-hmm. in a way and then really right. upset me right. yeah so just just don't do that yeah so yeah yeah so don't like, be a, don't be against your people man like yeah can
1: that's is that just like this week's advice closing yeah. up yeah don't 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 be against your people
0: don't be against your people don't like, against your people even if even if you're not on board with it like don't attack us don't attack us like, don't do that come on now we get the rally we, there's only so many pockets of this of this world that you know we could claim Mm-hmm. Don't tear it down. Yeah. That's not doing any good for anybody. So And live shit through your art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So we said that we're gonna start this thing called Open Up, that yeah. we started our live show. Open and up. we're about to do that right now. So welcome to open up. Open up. Yeah. So share. What is open up?
0: open up is when we kind of uh, crowdsource questions and um, we answer them for you mm-hmm. on the QA. and so. a
1: Yeah, yeah we do. And if you have a question go to ask.fm slash openended.fm
0: And get my patented great advice. Yeah,
1: share gives great advice. I don't um, take it very often. Yeah. But,
0: I, but I dish it out really nice.
1: Alright, so we have one question this week and hey. it is from Daniel. He is at Wafer Baby on Twitter. Really, really great Twitter. And his question is, what can men do to help women feel more included in tech? How can we be a useful ally? So what do you think, Cher? I've got hmm. some things, but of course, as you being the identified woman in the room.
0: Sure. Um, just include us. Like, that's <laughs> honestly all it is. Just include us in the conversation. There's no, like, try to make it better. Just ask a woman. Hey, I got a question. (laughs) We'll answer it. And then it's like, what? They're included in the conversation? Oh, shit. Like, that's how simple it is. You don't have to, like, have a specialized meeting for, like, women or, like, make it so it's, you know, we're trying to, like, get more women involved. So I have to talk about, you know, women issues. Like, no, because any issue is a woman's issue. It doesn't have to be hey, It doesn't have to be classified as a woman issue. Like anytime there's an issue in the nation, if it's dealing with like economy. I'm a woman who makes money, that affects me, you know, if it, it doesn't have to be like just child care, abortion. Right, cuz that's sexist as fuck. Right. It's any issue, anything in tech, like if you're dealing with, you know, specific coding issues and there's something that you want to bring to our attention, ask us a question. It doesn't have to be, you know, primarily for women because that is sexist as shit it's any issue is our issue too Mm -hmm. you know we not we may not have penises but we do have brains (laughs) and we have thoughts and we can answer any question that you ask as long as we have that background but yeah just ask the question i think that's pretty much it
1: if you're going to make decisions for women, don't just have a room full of men.
0: <laughs> that, too. But that's necessarily tech. I mean, he's, he's talked about tech, specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I mean, yeah, just ask us a question. Yeah, especially since you've worked at a couple startups. hmm Just ask me. Like, really, like, I'm, I'm not mean. I mean, I sound a little mean there, but honestly, I'm really nice when it comes to, like, someone <laughs> asking me a question. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll answer the question a problem. Mm-hmm. And if I know the answer for it, then I'll give it to you. And if I don't, then I'll try to help you. But, again just ask that's that's all it takes and mm-hmm. i think people men specifically um have all these like preconceived notions like well, i don't know i don't want them thinking that you know i'm leaving out the conversation well then you know ask us something and we won't be left out so
1: that's valid
0: yeah what about you james what do you, do you have to
1: i mean honestly i don't really have any more thing to add because i think like you've kind of hit it on the head as the resident woman of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah. That's a comment. I mean, honestly, I and ask women, <laughs> ask women, oh, what do you need? And nine times out like of ten, they'll tell you. What yeah, is and what I think need? that like,
0: and that also applies to like everything, not yeah. just like tech, yeah. but like in relationships.
1: Oh, you know what? And, I can, like, you know what? I can actually have something to add on. Sure. Like, dudes, shut up honestly just shut up sometimes and just listen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i like sometimes to be a better ally is just not to say shit you know what i mean And, and not like not as in like don't speak up when you see shit Going wrong. Like, for instance, if you're around a bunch of dudes and like one of your dude friends says something that's like hella sexist, like don't just laugh it off. Just be like, yo, bro, like that's fucked up. Right. And tell why. Because like
0: in if a way, If you see sometimes something, si- say something. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like sometimes silence is just like, like terrorists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Men don't be terrorists. Um, so like <laughs> so like the thing is like being silent is good in an instance where like you, either you have the opportunity to say something, or a woman has the su- opportunity to say something about a woman's issue. Nine seven, ten, let the woman say something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then, like, silence is bad. Like, if like I said earlier, like if you're around a bunch of people saying like fucked up shit, your silence is um, sa- is silently saying that whatever. It's is a sound approval. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a sign of approval. So yeah, I mean, like, oh, what that and like, if you get invited to something, like, invite. And you realize, like, there's not a lot of women in it. Like, ask. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ask, ask lady. Give up Give up your seat. Nine times ten since you're a dude, you're going to have more opportunities to pop Absolutely. in just for your dudeness. You know what I mean? Like, and look out for your fellow women. Just you know ask I mean? for ladies yeah. to be
0: involved. And I think that's just the biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, just interact. You don't have to, you know, make it specified for a woman because that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, engage. And ask us questions. Ask us to be involved. Don't, right. you don't. You don't have to make it so it fits perfectly in a box because, you know, the, everyone goes in the same box. You can
1: see through that shit. You yeah. can see through something immediately if it's, yeah. like, not even genuine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how else to be a better ally? Um. Passively bring more women voices into your online feeds mm-hmm. and... Like like just outside of the IRL bubble, but just like even like on Twitter. Twitter like there's, there's a shit ton ladies. of great women people yeah. on tech that are in Twitter.
0: Like ask your ask your lady friends who are on Twitter, like, hey, is there anyone that I should be following on Twitter right yeah, now? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: People do that all the time and like hell, I'll get some good new voices to like mm-hmm. do that. Like, you know, all the media that you that you take in, like podcasting, you know, online writing, um, man, shit, like on medium alone, there's a shit ton of mm-hmm. great women writers and just like seeing like all the things that they're putting out there influences me to be a better ally or or all that so like Mm -hmm. yeah just bring more women into your inner circles like irl and online and like when you see shit wrong go to a meetup event i don't know like just
0: just be active and ask questions and you know staying silent isn't always the best option for being for actually engaging but i Mm -hmm. think like honestly like just asking questions is so so simple yep and it's so lo-fi as far as like Mm -hmm. low tech yes
1: and you got the you got the number one like free question asking thing you got the white man's google right just just put something in the box right ask it a question google ain't gonna judge you right google
0: ain't gonna judge you it's okay yeah it's okay yeah i don't know Ask your mom questions too, man. Like honestly, uh, talk to yeah. your talk to your talk to your family. Like I don't mm-hmm. know, but just don't don't feel like you have to make every situation fit for a woman because mm-hmm. you'll never ever be able to do that because it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I think the last one to like point on before we go to open open call is women are more than just white women.
0: Oh, absolutely
1: there are so many different types of women that you should like introduce yourself to when you think about mm-hmm. diversity because that's a whole thing on diversity in tech is like oh yeah we're diverse but like the only diverse we have are white women yay hey. we're diverse we're diverse you know what i mean like yeah. no and no that, and that, so goes it, that goes in yeah. a whole
0: different conversation oh yeah like, maybe i
1: might uh, do an episode on that maybe i know you got some ideas about that sure oh yes I um no but yeah i think that covers it so daniel yeah I think it was follow that was all that advice
0: Hopefully and that works for you. We can, we can be great. And you allies. can also just ask. You can ask me directly too. You yeah, just follow hit me up, on Twitter. Yeah, just hit up Share. Just be like Share Yo, me, Share at Share musings. If you yeah. have a question about you know anything, that doesn't necessarily have to be a, about a woman, you can <laughs> you can ask me. <laughs> I'm more than willing to uh, give you some advice. Yeah. Hopefully that worked out. Hey James. Hey
1: Share. Does it.
0: It's time open for open, <laughs> open Call. Open Call. Open
1: Call. Open Call. Open Call. Open Call.
0: All right.
1: All right. What is your Open Call this week, yo?
0: Okay, I've got two.
1: Yeah, these these are
0: fucking ridiculous. I so can... my first one is uh, Dana Bowie. <laughs> um, he... Uh, He was very, very special to me. And I'm still really from that death. It kind of shook me up a bit. But um, when I was in my rabbit hole of YouTube videos, of his old music videos that I was obsessed over in high school, there was this one video that kind of released around the height of two of the people that involved was David Bowie and also Ricky Gervais. Um, Ricky Gervais, of course, is, you know, everyone who who, he was, but right after... Um, this video came out. I was still watching the UK Office, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, him and David Bowie did something together! This is gonna be amazing." He had a show on HBO called Extras, and David Bowie was a guest on the show and um, on the episode because it was actually like a it was like a comedy series. It wasn't like a it wasn't like a, uh, like a talk show or anything like that. It was an actual episode, and it was titled David Bowie, and the whole episode was. Um, Ricky Gervais' character he was like in the like, club and he got VIP passes and was backstage and David Bowie just happens to be sitting there talking to somebody else and him, um, Ricky Gervais' character and his friend wanted to talk to David Bowie and so eventually David Bowie and then we're having a conversation. And Ricky DraVace's character on the show, he's a star of this really shitty television show, which is like lowest common denominator, has like catchphrases, it's awful. And people think it's shit, like everyone's like, you know, giving him, you know, mess about it. And so Ricky Gervais is like you know, like, oh, what was me? You know, I wish I was doing something, you know, more intelligent and more clever. And in this like kind of like monologue of him talking about himself. David Bowie has like a twinkle in his eye, and he starts seeing like lyrics of himself, uh, lyrics about Ricky Gervais' character, and creating a song. He's like, "The Little Fat Man," <laughs> <laughs> and he's like by a piano, and then he starts doing the song. And by the end of like this three minute clip, the entire room is like. <laughs> <laughs> here with this puck nose face puck <laughs> puck pathetic little fat man and it's oh my so God brilliant and it's it so great it's so great and it just made me so oh, happy because man. that's like David Bowie in my in my in my head that's what he is like he's just really funny he's really like you know unassuming he will talk to anybody but also he was straight up like Fuck up your whole life and make an entire song about you being pathetic and fat and has a button no face. So <laughs> shout out to Extras it's a really great HBO show. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, anyway. So my first shout out. My second shout out So a friend of the show, Charlene Keane and I <laughs> we were hanging out because we do that quite often. I was at our house and we we're watching a movie on Netflix.
1: What movie, Sarah?
0: Too fast, too furious. Oh, uh, the
1: best one out of the franchise, hands down.
0: I've yeah. never actually seen any of them.
1: Oh, you've been you've been living your life wrong.
0: Clearly, and while I'm watching this, I'm like, am I enjoying the subplot? And there's a lot of people of color in this. <laughs> and there's like, it passed the Bickle test, and I'm like, is this low-key feminist? And I'm <laughs> like, oh, like, oh my god, share. And I'm like, <laughs> and then like at the end of it, it's like directed by John Singleton. I'm like, oh my god, that's a black guy. And so like, like holy shit is. Too fast, two fears is work work of cinema dog. Yeah, and then Somebody. you know and then also just shout out to Tyrese's abs and his whole his whole <laughs> upper body, honestly. Just shout out all the all the quote unquote gratuitous shots we're not gratuitous we're all needed Tyrese all is just a human He's fucking so mannequin fucking pretty that's all God he is damn sweet lady <laughs> won't you be mine My
1: sweet My lover love for the last time,
0: time. I'll be there Where but yeah he oh,
1: God, yeah God. that it was a good movie yeah it was it a good was movie it really I'll, good yeah.
0: and like the cute Asian girl she was, like, building cars and, like, racing and talking to other women about cars, which packs a battle to us. I'm like, what? And <laughs> We're then, not just, like, talking about dudes. Yay. <laughs> right? And then, like, the fucking villain is a white dude. I was like, yes. I was so. Yeah, yeah. So, he wasn't, like,
1: some vague, like, person of color versus, like, He in, was, was straight
0: was... up white dude. I was like, this is that shit, though. And yeah. I was oh, just. Man. And then I got it's my so feels good. because Paul Walker's died. I repeat Paul Walker yeah. and damn. he's like so any black woman I've ever met he's like RJ Gyllenhaal essentially you know, I, I, every like... every black woman in the world is like damn Paul Walker that was that shit yo yo
1: yo I was talking with um, a friend of the show my partner slash wife Sinae about <laughs> 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 about about Paul Walker and it was like yo, I'm okay with like trading out Paul Walker for like somebody in the black community. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, we trade him for like Flo Rider or some shit. Okay, no more. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing that. No, because like Paul Walker is like dope. Like, you know, Paul Walker can be
0: us. yes but like he totally like we claim him like yeah, we, th- we, we he's we man Paul Walker it's like him and like Justin Timberlake we totally claim him yeah, like, yeah. yeah 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 we, we took him over yeah, like so sorry R- 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 Paul Walker. we got it we got it all right
1: we miss you dog
0: indeed but yeah those are my <laughs> two shout outs <laughs> this week is uh fast too fast to furious being a feminist oh, a <laughs> aggressive ass film and now it's like yo shit.
1: you need to open up your text editor right now <laughs> that is a
0: piping hot take
1: that needs to Right. <laughs> it needs to see the internet, yo. I'm like,
0: oh shit. And um David Bowie on extras. What about you, James?
1: Alright, so I got two as well. Um and yeah, so my first one is so I'm I'm like Unapologetically, part of the future hive, and
0: <laughs> okay. all right, James. I know what that was called. Yeah, that's thing. That's thing. I man. thought that was Bay hive. No,
1: there's the future hive, dog. Okay, you know, um, and you get those
0: dreads, though, they could no, I
1: know it's it, it's it's legit getting there. Um, <laughs> Got all, future all, I, all I am missing is the lean in the studio. Yeah, you know, get some corda and some all right. So, anyway, okay. so. Yeah, so Future put out a new mixtape literally today as we record this, I listened to this shit like a couple hours ago. It's called Purple Rain. But like so Rain R. E. I. G. N. Oh my god. god. Yo, is is produced, um it's executive Hello. produced by uh Metro Boomin, which Metro. is like my, uh, and it's like like the like, production on there is like Damn. by Southside and zaytoven and just like all my favorite fucking producers and That it's sounds like, trill as hell though oh it's so trill fam. <laughs> it's like th- it's 13 tracks all of them, all of them fire as usual I'm and lit. it's I'm lit just, oh, it's so lit it's so lit oh my god so teed up now i'll show you huh? teed up no yeah teed up from the feet up my dog. so yeah so like every single time like Everyone who knows me Knows that like Whenever I'm getting Fucking work done I'm listening to some Future album And like Future's is on my list Of like Yo You make great music But I don't want to know Anything about your backstory Because like When you start talking About Sierra and stuff Like no Stop no, no, tweeting, no, no, stop, no. tweeting. No. stop tweeting I like yeah. I like your music Don't tweet Don't tweet When they broke up I got satisfied Yeah I got sad But he did put out they, they hella a pretty. Pretty. He's hella pretty though Yo Yo, yeah. So he's hella pretty, like, so like low key. He's
0: yeah, beautiful. Yo, yeah. He the best goddamn skin. Yeah, his skin is S- so nice. Sine and, I it's supple, and shit. supple and shit. I'm like, what, yeah. what kind of like you, you use Like, yo, I want to know. Yeah,
1: he's like some kind of secret cocoa butter. But I'm just like, yo, when we saw him in concert, um, what was that like um, a year ago? Me and yeah, me I, I and think Sine, I got the tickets to that. Yeah, he did. And like, why this dude? He came on stage and he was like glowing. Like he looked like fucking black Jesus. And like. <laughs> He he was literally like I swear he started levitating cuz like his his skin was I like arrived. so his skin was so like bright and I'm just like yo this is like the second coming I'm not, <laughs> but yeah but yeah we that are here, here. here we here we hear free bands but but yeah it was man that album was really good and like it's definitely going to be edited, added, in added, added in my in like, get she shit done playlist uh, rotation nice. yeah it's definitely going in there so Purple Rain it's like on one of them hood ass um, like mixtape sites I think yeah. it's on Dat Piff now okay but.
0: so like you were <laughs> like talking how I could get this like too much work. All right, I'll just wait I'll no just wait. you
1: can't find it on iTunes it's right. on like, oh, like something it's like, I, is that on Apple
0: Music no, no. Uh, nah. I, I had to like put in a code and it's on watch. Nah, nah. I put in a
1: code and watch a video okay. and like hit a zip file. But okay, anyway. that's a
0: lot of ass, that's a lot of ass yeah. work. So I, I that's that's number it. one. Oh my God,
1: geez. <laughs> number two is my shout out is the latest Bodega Boys yes! podcast. So it
0: was so needlessly yeah, lit.
1: <laughs> so episode episode twelve point <laughs> five is this Hollywood baby. Yo, ah, I'm already like the good. biggest fan of like Jesus and Mero and like their podcast, like all the way from their first one to this one. But this latest one had me dying fam it was okay. so good so <laughs>
0: okay. there was oh. there were so many things I uh, think. it was
1: so many so many quotables literally like for i think 20 minutes you would just you and i just going back and forth just, <laughs> just <laughs> lines from that episode my god it's so funny
0: i can't even i i, I can't even do it service no to like no quote i know it. i like we want to quote it right so i want now, to quote it like, so yo, much but it's so like just go and listen just to, go it. Listen just give to them a, it just give them a fucking play because they deserve just, it just, just listen to it spend an hour and just laugh if you were sad in your feels like yeah. go there right it's, now it's stop whatever you're doing yeah and also yeah god Ugh. yeah so good
1: i am and a major thanks to them because like while listening to that i i wrote like 300 lines of code so like they okay, they, I, they did you, my shit but you're, huh?
0: you're like you know beautiful mind having ass i cannot <laughs> like <laughs> i cannot listen to podcasts and do <laughs> shit else <laughs> i just listen to podcasts i cannot read i can't like type Yo. i can't do shit you're like oh I'm listening to podcasts i'm like doing code i don't know what kind of shit you want but i can't I do that shit at all i
1: don't know what happened but i just like, like
0: type scribing uh, um transcribing shit and feeling like dumb as hell i
1: just like woke up out of this blackout just had all this code line in front of me, like yo. Well, my nigga's lit.
0: <laughs> I don't know. there's some other shit I haven't even owned. But yeah,
1: listen to that episode. It's so good. It's really funny. Um. So yeah, Is those it? are my open calls. Yeah, open week. Call. <laughs> We did it, yeah, we did, it, we did, it, we did yeah. it, yeah. Episode thirty-seven. What? Thirty-seven. This what? is getting ridiculous. I know, yo, we are thirty-seven. We almost we're almost at our one year anniversary.
0: Shit, we are.
1: What oh, next God. next month?
0: Next month? Oh man,
1: we've been at this for one year.
0: We should do, we should have cake.
1: We should definitely have cake. We should have a cookie cake. Oh, Yo. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, we're just going to use the internet right now. So, one of y'all out there should definitely, like, send us a cookie cake.
0: Absolutely. Or, like, send us, like, a- February 23rd is our anniversary day. Yeah. So, can somebody send us a cookie cake, please? Please.
1: Yeah. So, we're really excited. It's episode 37. We 37. are here. We're here. So- As always, bringing in with a special, special shout out to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for hooking up our sponsorship with Podcast Movement, this dope-ass thing that's coming to Chicago this year. In July. In July. You do podcasts. You definitely be there. It's going to be lit. Mm -hmm. And for letting us be a part of their network. Um, And... If you like our show, you would really like this other show on the network called Tight Pencils. What is Tight Pencils, here?
0: Tight Pencils is a show that explores the process of making art. Matt and Kevin sit down with a marker, cartoonist, painter or designer to find out more about their work and what inspires them to create. That is Tight Pencils here at the CPC. Yeah,
1: and always give us a special, special thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us use their space and be all up on their microphones, spitting everywhere, Mm -hmm. eating pretzels. Um, as always, all the stuff that you heard, you know, was written previously by Cher and myself, and who did the
0: music? U plus one, f six zero C, which is James' musical side project.
1: And is the blissed out emoji face. Yep. Um, that's the unicode for it. Yes. As always, rate us on iTunes. Please um, rate us on iTunes. If you leave a review... Give us a shout out. Let us know. Like we'll we're, give you a we're shout out on gonna, Twitter. yeah, we'll, we're actually, um, we're thinking about maybe like starting to re- read reviews on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll set aside some time to like give y'all some back some love. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give us a review. Let us know. We we'll give you, you a virtual it. fist pump. Yeah, we'll do all that shit. Um, some confetti if you, bombs. If you oh. <laughs> if you one of those fancy um, overcast users on iOS, um, hit that little fancy. star. You know, just swipe up on your device right now. Pick up, pick out your device from your phone. If you're driving right now, pull over all right put your thumb on the art. or a stoplight don't let the cop see you put mm-hmm. your thumb on the album art swipe up a little bit you'll see a button that says recommend hit that that's all you gotta do so simple. that lets people know that we're a great show and we're on stitcher because we're there mm-hmm. um search open-ended and you can stream us and all that stuff right. and last but not least support people you enjoy we're giving you art weekly We're giving you Art Weekly. This shit ain't easy, son. This shit ain't easy.
0: You know I'm tired as hell right now.
1: (laughs) Mad tired. I just had to buy some groceries the other day. So, please send us some money. Money helps the world go round. We live in a capitalist society. Damn it. And we got rent to pay. We yeah. got insurance to pay. Yep. I got medicine I need to get.
0: Yep. You I like got a headache me. right now, son. Well, you, that's
1: you like me medicated, me. right? <laughs> so I, I
0: actually really need him medicated. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so help us stay medicated um, by, you know, becoming a member and donating. Actually, like, the more you donate, the more we can start getting all the special stuff for our members um, going out of the door. So... As we're ending this episode, episode 37, what do we say every week, Sharon? We keep things open. Full grown 36 zones, ain't no flicks on. I'm putting on a money long, ain't no dick, some. Got a boat tone with a little chrome with a big tick. Seriously? bring it on home, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be <laughs> <on> evidence. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> tell <through> you about <laughs>
0: I can't though. I can't.
1: So yeah. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, this yeah, is a, this sure. is why I love this show. All right. All
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the others is. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. shop a black woman down.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>